welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising, proud to be presented to you, as always, by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's the website that you go to. Your dream address without the stress, don't sell without the intel. Virtual tours available now at GaryAshton.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast, reminding you to make sure that you wash your hands at GetBeast.com. You wash your hands in general, but if you want to do so and smell better, you can go to GetBeast.com and use their exfoliating yaw hand wash. GetBeast.com is the website. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off your online order, courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast and our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, HVAC Services, Satisfaction Guaranteed, Volunteer Orange Trucks, they're big Vols fans, Chris Hamby, and the folks out at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. You go to 10HC.com, that is T-E-N-N-H-C.com, the fine folks out there in Clarksville at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Okay, let's talk about Jeremy Pruitt, let's talk about the Tennessee Volunteers and the success that they have had lately on the recruiting trail. So there were a couple, there, there, this was something that the Vols had in the works for some time, uh, right, uh, moving in to the 2021 recruiting class. They've really hit a hot streak. They've really found their stride in the midst of a global pandemic. It is not something that I think any of us expected, really, for them to be mentioned in recruiting battles and winning recruiting battles against the likes of LSU, Alabama, Texas, A&M, and Auburn. We'll discuss all of these things tonight and exactly who they've landed and what they have done to improve their status in the midst of a global pandemic. But first, I want to know from you guys, what does the Vols' top five, as we sit here today, top five recruiting class in 2021, things could change, Uh, National Signing Day affects all of these things. Players are very often uh, comfortable switching uh, switching their commitments, whether they're verbal uh, and moving on to other universities. Tennessee has has been burned by these kinds of things before. So nothing's set in stone right now. But as we sit here today, Tennessee has a top five recruiting class in 2021 with the acquisitions that were made today. So they got Julian Nixon, the four star. Receiver 238 overall in the class of 2021. Robert Deerfish says the Vols had had several coaching changes. It shows the Vols program is selling itself. That's what Robert Deerfish says on Periscope about Jeremy Pruitt and the success of him during these tough times in a time when nobody should be succeeding. Hell, the American economy is failing drastically more and more every day. But Jeremy Pruitt, baby, stock up during the Rona. Shouts to him. So, what does the Vols top five class say about Jeremy Pruitt? Uh, I will tell you later on in the show. First, let's get to your comments. What does it say to you about the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers? This this Julian Nixon signing that went down today, or this commitment, not signing, that went down today. Sorry, I'm still thinking within terms of NFL free agency. Committed to the Vols. Today on Tuesday, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds, a very very solid player. Again, number two thirty eight in the overall class. He, along with Dylan Brooks, the number eighteen overall prospect, the defensive lineman, a five star recruit, and Kamar Wilcoxon on Monday. This creates some of the best talent that the Tennessee Volunteers have had. And I've seen jokes made 
about Pruitt's paying the players and Vols fans who are uh, uncertain and skeptical, honestly, of whether they'll be able to retain this talent. But all of this says is that Jeremy Pruitt is doing the right things at a time when people really don't know how to navigate this kind of stuff. Tennessee is benefiting from the inability of others to adapt. And that's what it says about Jeremy Pruitt to me. This guy is the right coach. This guy is the right decision for your program at the time that it presently exists right now. There is a lot that can change for the class of 2021. There's still a lot more work that has to go into it. But to me, it says that this guy, just as we saw him do last season, just as we saw the Vols team evolve from one of the most disappointing teams to ever start a season at Tennessee, to go on and win six straight, beat Indiana, my beloved Indiana Hoosiers in a bowl game, stick it to me, make me shave my head because I was dumb enough to bet on Indiana football, all of these things, they adapted and they grew within the prism of that season. Jeremy Pruitt right now, during a global pandemic, is doing the exact same thing. To be able to pull off recruiting victories, Tennessee used to be mentioned in this same category, in the same category as the elites. It's still a high-level program, but the football performance on the field has not lately indicated as much until this last season. And we saw just how much better a Tennessee team could do, just how much powered by the T means when you truly believe in the people that are behind you. It's a real thing. It may be corny. It may be hokey sports stuff. But sometimes, certainly in coaching, and certainly with a team that can find something to rally around, this kind of stuff holds true. Jeremy Pruitt goes out there, puts in the work, practices what he preaches, and the kids buy in around him. The Vols recruits, these guys that are signing on, these guys that are committing to Tennessee over LSU, Alabama, A&M, and Auburn, uh, Wilcoxon, I believe, is right, right out of Auburn's backyard, if I remember correctly. Or, no, I'm sorry, that's Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is right out of Auburn's backyard. And the Vols are winning these recruiting battles in a way that they previously, you would have scoffed had they even been mentioned in the same conversation with LSU. And I mean, Butch Jones was able to get talent. We all know this. But lately, I mean, for God's sakes, we'll talk about Pro Vols later in the show. Before, before this year, there wasn't even a Tennessee volunteer invited to the Combine. There, were not, there was not a single player taken in not this most recent draft, but in the year previous, the Nashville draft, not a single Tennessee player went. Not a single Tennessee player got invited to the Combine. This year, there's at least four on pro football rosters as we sit here on April 28th talking about the success of the Tennessee Volunteers. The, the, the recruiting class now in the top five, with Julian Nixon, the receiver, committing today. I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope what it says to you about Jeremy, Cruitt's, uh, Jeremy Pruitt's ability to succeed with in a time when there is not much success being shown at, at college football programs around the country. Skyler on Facebook says, Shows Pruitt can get kids to buy in to the program regardless how the record is showing. Go Big Orange, baby, says Jeremiah. He is all aboard the Pruitt train. Pruitt is relentless, says Carlton. Scotty says it's trending in the right direction. Has to see if they have a QB on campus that uh, would help them to take a major step if we have a season and do so. And again, remember that the transfer quarterback, JT Daniels, or the quarterback who is in the transfer portal at USC, 
who has been allowed to test the transfer portal. The Vols, probably a long shot in the ability to woo him there because it's a crowded quarterback room. But if you're able to upgrade on Jarrett Garantano immediately with somebody like JT Daniels or with the true freshman coming in, Harrison Bailey, who could very well unseat Jarrett Garantano, this is great news for the Vols. I mean, above all else, what they have lacked most, most obviously, is upper echelon quarterback play. They have really, really struggled when it comes to the talent and the ability of that position. The most crucial position arguably the most important position, the most impactful position in all the sports. The Vols have had much inconsistency there. And again, huge credit to Jarrett Garantano, 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 whatever the hell. (laughs) Credit to him, but I can't get his name right. Credit to him for being able to straighten out his progress, his path over the course of that year, right? From Alabama, when he was one of the most unpopular people in Knoxville, not named Butch Jones, to finish the way that he did and to help guide his team. Maybe a tough showing in the bowl game in the first half against Indiana. Maybe no touchdowns, but really crucial plays in that second half to help put them over the top. We saw that from Jarek Garantano several times last year. That, as much a credit to Pruitt, and his ability to get Garantano to buy in to rehabilitate Garantano after the disaster, the audible at Alabama. Saban is so old he has to quarantine, says Eddie Lale. Yeah, Saban's off the recruiting trail. Nikki's got a mask on. Big Jeremy Pruitt, GBO, is coming for you here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We are going to talk more about the Vols, their success, and what it means about Jeremy Pruitt. We'll read more of your comments here in a second, but before we do that, I want to remind you about our friends at GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off on all of their fantastic grooming products like the Yop Hand Wash, the soap brick that you get for free if you spend $10 or more. If you save 50% with promo code AZ50, you could get a bunch of stuff for very, very little money. It smells incredible. It makes you feel fantastic. The Tingle Shampoo is the only way that I wake up in the morning. Go to GetBeast.com, use promo code AZ50. Do it now. Groom boldly. Be a beast with our friends at Tame the Beast. The question for you all that we are discussing here this evening on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, is what does it say about Jeremy Pruitt that he has pulled these recruiting coups Early in the 2021 class, again, many things can change. These are these are commitments. Uh, these are commitments that are very loosely attached. We have seen the Vols be burned by this kind of stuff before, as many other college programs are in today's age of recruiting and uh, and high school to college athletes. These are things uh, that are not set in stone, but it does show good progress that they're at least winning these recruiting battles. It's It's serious stuff. It's big boy football, at least on the front end of what will be a season that the expectations will be raised, no matter how the, you know, no matter what college football season looks like as we, uh, as we progress and see what the Rona does to our fall. We will see high raised expectations for Jeremy Pruitt and the volunteers. I think it says a great deal about him as a coach. I think it says a great deal about him as the CEO of a program that needs direction. That is what Jeremy Pruitt, since his second season, has represented to me in the efforts that he's made to course correct and get the Tennessee Volunteers 
back on track. David Haynes says, is it really a true commitment if a player keeps his recruitment open and still takes official visits to other schools? Doesn't sound like a VFL to me. And again, no, I mean, it sounds like a college kid in today's modern age. Like, it's not... Nothing is set in stone. And the VFL thing, you can ride or die with it. I understand. Hugely passionate Vols fans who graduated from that school. VFL truly means something to you all. Just as a graduate of Indiana, I see pictures of my campus today on social media, and it makes me love that place at every, you know, just a little bit more because I've forgotten how beautiful it is during spring and how, how, you know, I've forgotten about Indiana basketball because the NCAA tournament was canceled. And I'm very angry about that because they finally made the damn thing and then they call the whole thing off. Regardless, I understand that passion for your school. But to say it doesn't sound like a VFL just because he keeps his recruitment open, this is kind of commonplace in today's uh, college football. You guys know that, though. You're smart. Because the recruits know every coach is a former Bama guy, says David Haynes. We are picking up steam, adding more steam, says Brian Bowman. Uh, Eddie says he is relentless, using his staff to make the connections with the players. Scotty, I would have loved if this coaching staff would have had, uh, if this coaching staff would have coached the 2016 team, the team that took uh, that went to the bowl game against Northwestern and put it on Northwestern uh, with Jalen Hurd and Butch Jones and. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on the quarterback's name. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a hot second. The rocket scientist, for God's sakes. Why am I forgetting his name? Oh, that's so bad. That is, uh, that's a terrible brain fart to have in the middle of a volunteer show. Why am I forgetting the name of the quarterback for that 2016 team? The pro, uh, he's, he plays for the Jags now, or at least he's on the roster. I can, Das Dobbs, for God's sakes. Thank you, Robert Deerfish. I apologize. Terrible brain fart to have. Uh, recruiting is all good, but how does it play on the field? Is my concern. Well, that's these are the le- this is the level of uh, this is the level of athlete that you're recruiting. These are five star. This is the number eighteen prospect in college football. The the, the defensive lineman who you've won a recruiting battle with Auburn for again. His recruitment remains open. Dylan Brooks is going to be a hot commodity, and things could change very much before National Signing Day. We know these things are ever-present in college football. But at this point, it does represent, if all things stay equal, and these guys end up on the volunteers uh, in the volunteers uh, program for the 2021 season, this represents an immediate upgrade in talent as soon as these guys hit the field. That's the caliber of athlete that you're looking to bring in. The, f- the five-star recruits, the four-star recruits, who can immediately compete for starting roles. That's what you're looking for when, you can't, when, you, when you're Alabama or Clemson and you have too many of these guys that you can't get on the field. If you happen to have an injury, it's easy because you're plugging another five-star or four-star. Things keep rolling. That's the talent factories that these things have become. Yes, many of you correcting me on Dobbs. I apologize for that. Completely forgot the guy's name for a hot second. Logan says, look at how many players we had drafted this year, yet Pruitt still managed to have a winning year and bowl game win. Just think what we'll be able to do with these future four and five stars. Yeah, this is not by any means the most talented team. And we'll talk about the the Vols that are now on pro rosters, two of them drafted. Listen, and Logan, that's an improvement on last year because in the year that Nashville had the NFL draft, you didn't have a single volunteer invited to the combine. You didn't have a single volunteer get drafted in the year when the draft was held in Tennessee. The home state didn't have anything to show for it in the college football ranks, but this year it's different. 
This year, you had a second-round pick, a seventh-round pick, and three more guys who ended up on... Oh, and uh, no, I'm sorry. I almost mixed up Keyshawn Vaughn with a Volunteers player. We can't do that. That's that's a big (laughs) no-no. But you did have Marquez uh, Marquez Calloway and Dom Woods-Anderson and a few other guys end up on pro rosters. We'll talk about that here in just a second on A to Z Sports Prime Time, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We will do so right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. I want to know from you guys before I tell you about our friends at the Ashton team, which Vols player will have the best NFL career? I'll give you some options. You know Darrell Taylor. You know Jawan Jennings. He's sitting there on your graphic. Which Vols player, I'll give you a handful of options, will have the best pro career of the five that are now currently on NFL rosters. I'll give you those names, and I'll let you pick from a number of options momentarily right after I tell you about the man who's going to find the Titans draft picks, the other football team in Tennessee. Going to find them their dream address without the stress because he's the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of me on A to Z Sports Prime Time. It's the only person that I would trust, the Gary Ashton team, Gary is somebody I have a great relationship with, somebody who I would trust to have my best interests in mind because I know that the Ashton team is from Middle Tennessee, for Middle Tennessee, Team Tennessee, all of these things because they are the people that are embedded in your community, not coming in from out of town, out of state, trying to poach you in the Nashville real estate market, hot though it may be. You go to GaryAshton.com, you take a virtual tour as they're trying to take safety precautions during COVID-19 and doing effectively so in the real estate market. You can still see what options are out there, still discuss with an Ashton team member. Go to GaryAshton.com and find your dream address without the stress today, just like me. I'm coming up on my year anniversary in my house. I love this place. It's the best thing in my life, other than my girlfriend, whose anniversary uh, we are celebrating today. One year, uh, happy anniversary. <laughs> GaryAston.com. Which, <laughs> which volunteer will have the best NFL career? Which Vols player that went this year in the draft or is an undrafted free agent? Which one will go on to have the best professional career? Now, I know there's a big talent disparity between a second-round pick a seventh-round pick, and three guys who went as UDFAs. But there is a lot of talent within those five players, and we will discuss who you think is the best prospect uh, for the NFL to be able to pull uh, professional talent out of. I have my answer here in a second. I'll pull the video up for you momentarily. Let's get to a few of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee tickets. A lot of Jawan Jennings I'm seeing in the comments section. Let me know. Nigel Warrior with the Ravens. It's a great place, a great organization for Nigel Warrior to end up. A program, a franchise with a strong tradition of defense, great coaching. Wink Martindale will make sure that this guy is coached up and will give him a chance to succeed. Uh, uh, let's see more of your comments here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Uh, Vasco says the best team in Tennessee is Memphis. Can y'all start covering them? They are a Tennessee team. Yes, they are. And Memphis, Memphis is honestly the team that I enjoy that to this point, I have enjoyed watching more than Tennessee. I think that Mike Norvell did a great job. They get high level athletes, send, send guys to the pros regularly. 
Uh, but this is A to Z Sports Nashville and the Nashville sports market. Unfortunately, you guys don't support talking about Memphis football the same way that you support talking about Tennessee. So in that case, we defer to you guys. This is your show. I th- I'm sure N- Vasco is not the only person. Listen, I would love to talk more about Memphis. I think Memphis is a great program. I wa- I'm curious to see what happens at- post-Mike Norvell now that he's left, but I feel Matt Vasco is in the uh, minority in this regard. Recruited several four-stars, but I have even more confidence in Pruitt's evaluation. Dallas says, doesn't it seem we get more big recruits on defense? It's entirely possible, given who your head coach is. Uh, LOL, the other football program in Tennessee. Notice he didn't say Vandy. No, listen, I... uh, I am a, uh, <laughs> I, I do, I do the, fo- I help with the football games, uh, the foot, the home games for Vanderbilt. So I am uh, absolutely willing to acknowledge the existence of Vanderbilt football. And in fact, so was the NFL because they had a couple players go one in the draft and a few more undrafted in uh, Jared Pinckney and Kalijah Lipscomb, Bo- all three great players. I got to say, uh, Juwan Jennings says, Eddie, he's multi-talented and can play anywhere on offense. The question for you all is which volunteer who who is now on a pro roster will have the best uh, long-term success as a professional. So let's list the names. You had uh, you had Darrell Taylor go in the second round, I believe 48th overall to the Seattle Seahawks. Great player, a lot of athletic talent, uh, and somebody who has great potential. I'm not quite sold on him being the most successful in the pros. In the UDFA category, you had Marquez Callaway, you had Nigel Warrior. Marquez Callaway went to the Saints. Nigel Warrior is now a Raven. And then, of course, Dom Woods Anderson playing for the Seattle Seahawks, or at least will be on the roster heading into training camp. But the player that I believe to have the best chance of success is the one who just will not be denied in any aspect of his life. It is number 15 for the Tennessee Volunteers. It is none other than the dog. Jawan Jennings. His father played football at North Alabama. His sister, Alexis, played college basketball at Kentucky and, South- Kentucky and South Carolina. His brother, Kendall, played junior college basketball. But we're talking about a guy, Daniel, and Jawan Jennings, who has had discipline issues with not one but two staffs at Tennessee. Yeah, but when you when you watch him on the field, Trey, I, I know the knock on this kid on the field is the speed. He ran a 4.72 at the combine. He does not separate very well. But if you're looking for a big slot, that's what you have right here. And the physicality shows up on these 50-50 balls. They just beat as a major concern on the field, Trey. But at this point in time, he does something really well. He's a big physical slot. And we take a look at the Niners' pick page. Again, they've been very active this entire weekend, including the bombshell trade that Adam Schefter uh, told us about with the Washington Redskins getting Trent Williams for a third and a fifth. It shows you how bad Trent Williams wanted to get out of there. They knew that he was leaving, and they couldn't get much for him in return because Trent Williams is an unbelievable player. They get Javon Kinlaw, Brandon Ayuk, Colton McKivitz, uh, Charlie Warner, the tight end out of Georgia, and, of course, Jawan Jennings, now the wide receiver out of Tennessee. Another pick off the board for the New Nashville's own, played for the hometown team. Unfortunately, not going to be a Tennessee Titan for all of you Volunteers fans. That'd be a great way to keep fans in state. Jawan Jennings heading to the San Francisco 49ers. You fools let him go in the seventh round to one of the best offenses and one of the most high-profile teams in the sport. Jawan Jennings, 
I believe, will not be denied. Jawan Jennings, I believe, is going to be an exceptional pro. I believe he'll have an eight-year career, maybe not ten. There are very few people who play a full decade. Robert Deerfish says, I wanted Juwan. I wanted Juwan here just for the team that I cover on a day-to-day basis. I would love to interact with that guy in the Titans locker room. I got a very limited... Ex- I d- never got to cover a Volunteers game. That is on the bucket list. I'll go cover a Vols game maybe on a Saturday, then cover a Titans home game on a Sunday if my schedule will allow for it. But to be able to cover Juwan Jennings at the Combine, this guy was everything that he was billed to be. The people will tell you, like Trey Wingo talking about character issues, Trey Wingo really didn't pay attention, it seems. And how, you know, Trey Wingo's got a lot of things going on. But you can't say character issues and then not and not cite Jeremy Pruitt saying he wishes he had a team full of Jawan Jennings. This man is an insane person. He will not be denied. He'll make a name for himself on special teams. He won't be a speed receiver, obviously. He won't be somebody who gets open regularly, but he will make these contested catches, he will get yards after the catch, and he will wreck defenders in front of him because that's just what Jawan Jennings does. Number 15 for the Tennessee Volunteers in your hearts or on your rosters, and number one in your hearts, that is Jawan Jennings, and that is the Vol, who I believe will have the greatest pro career of the guys who went, or who were drafted or who were picked up after this year's draft in the NFL uh, by a variety of teams. Again, you had uh, Daniel Batuli did not make it on a roster dealing with some injury stuff. Marquez, Marquez Callaway to the Saints. Nigel Warrior, a Raven. Dom Woods Anderson signed with the Seahawks. Darrell Taylor, of course, drafted by the Seahawks in the second round. And then the 49ers getting uh, Juwan Jennings in a big spot and adding to a uh, adding him to a very, very potent offense. An end zone threat, red zone hero, says Shane Worf. Without question, Juwan Jennings is a very, very easy person to root for. I hope Batuli and Juwan both have great careers, says Kyle Adams. I want to hear from you guys, though. Who is the ball who you think will have the greatest success at the next level? The only thing good about Memphis is Memphis and May, says Jacob Kime. There are more Vols fans in Nashville than Memphis fans in the world. Daniel says, uh, or excuse me, Jacob says, Daniel Batuli will be a starter by year's end. That kid has a nose for the ball. Callaway might be more flashy, but nothing like Jennings in dog category, says Robert Deerfish. JJ just wants it more than anyone else, says Eddie. I like, I had discipline issues with those staffs too, says Shane Worf. They sucked. JJ is very comparable to Anquan Bolden, says Jacob Kime. I would have loved to see Juwan Jennings on the Ravens. I thought that they would have gotten it. They ended up with an incredible draft. They got J.K. Dobbins. They had a couple defensive players that ended up falling to them that absolutely shouldn't have. Jason G. Jason G. Collins says, now that was funny. Yes, it was indeed funny. Absolutely. And Jacob invites me uh, to his tailgate at Neyland Stadium. Says, you're welcome at our tailgate anytime, Buck. Jacob, I greatly appreciate you. Pruitt is a hustling joker says Michael Kimbrough, and I think he is, uh, Jeremy Pruitt is something. I don't know exactly what he is. I think he's a good football coach. He seems to know what he's doing now that he's got his feet wet and uh, and is gaining ground. I'm not sure what exactly to make of him. I hope to one day attend a press conference for the Vols just to kind of see what kind of circus it is, but it's a lot more high profile than the Titans, but that's okay. I like covering the NFL too. Just one, one day of SEC, like true SEC reporter type stuff. I know how to do it in the pros. 
I'd like to go back to like to go. Who wouldn't like to go back to college for a hot second? But maybe for one Saturday, I go back to college. I cover a football game once. You know, we find out when the hell college football is actually going to take place. Let's move on to the gone viral video of the week and put a bow on this thing on a Tuesday night here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We will do so together. The question for you all is, do you believe in aliens? (laughs) How about that for a transition? The gone viral video of the week, it's courtesy of CNN. The question is, do you believe in aliens? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. A very straightforward answer. A uh, A very forward question for you. Do you believe in aliens? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I will, while I tell you about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, Chris Hamby, a big Vols fan with the volunteer orange trucks, you get ready for the Gone Viral video. I'll tell you about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling who make sure that your residential HVAC services come with satisfaction guaranteed. Three locations in the Middle Tennessee area. They will service not only Middle Tennessee, but Southern Kentucky. They've got a tri-state area, a radius unlike any other, and they will make sure that you get a service unlike any other because they want to make sure that you're taken care that you're taken care of in a time when so many of us have to be at home. Less and less, as a, less and less of us, it seems, as the days progress and Tennessee begins to open back up. But in the meantime, while you're stuck inside, make sure your heating and cooling are operating correctly. Go to 10hc.com. That's T E N N. HC.com, our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Who uh, believes here? Who here believes in aliens? Because CNN is saying that they've got them on the horizon. There's been a spotlight. Anderson Cooper was talking about it later last night. The U.S. Navy has finally acknowledged that videos appearing to show UFOs flying through the air are real. They don't call them UFOs. They call them unidentified aerial phenomena. They, these, uh, the several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago by fighter pilots. Then in 2017, they were made public by the New York Times. More now from our Randy Kay. It's rotating. Images of that rotating thing captured by U.S. Navy aircraft. Sensors locking in on the target. Commander David Fravor saw it firsthand during a training mission, describing it like a 40-foot-long tic-tac, maneuvering rapidly and changing direction. As we both looked out the right side of our airplane, we saw a disturbance in the water and a white object, oblong, pointing north. The object was first sighted in 2004, then similar objects again in 2015. Footage of the sightings, declassified by the military, weren't made public until December 2017 by the New York Times and a group that researches UFOs. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. This was extremely abrupt, like a ping pong ball bouncing off a wall. The ability to hover over the water and then start a vertical climb from basically zero up towards about 12,000 feet and then accelerate in less than two seconds and disappear is something I had never seen in my life. The Navy says it still doesn't know what the objects are, and officials aren't speculating. A Navy spokesman simply confirming to CNN the objects seen in the various clips are unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs. The UFO reports were first investigated by a secret $22 million program, part of the Defense Department budget, that investigated reports of UFOs. The program has since been shut down, but it was run by a military intelligence official 
who told CNN they found compelling evidence that we, quote, may not be alone. Randy Kay, CNN, New York. I mean, 2020, guys, seriously. We are the video courtesy of CNN. The question, do you believe in aliens? I saw Mo Alvin say, I think it's, uh, I, I think if, I'm paraphrasing because the comment has faded, but he said uh, that essentially it's foolish to think that we are the only advanced light forms in this universe, given just how much we don't know about how much bigger the universe actually is. Do you believe in aliens? Confirmed sightings by the CIA of unidentified flying objects, UFOs. They asked President Trump about it. He said, personally, do I think it's a real thing? Probably not. But they are acknowledging the seriousness of the idea that in 2020, they are seeing more of these things, unidentified flying objects. And it is a real concern for me personally, because I think there could be something to it. Robert Deerfish says, I believe aliens could be real, but not worried about it. That's foolish. You weren't worried about the Rona before it got here. You weren't worried about the tornadoes before it got here. What's to stop the alien invasion from being next, other than, you know, it would be the first time that it happens? Uh, who's laughing about the Space Force now, says Sean Gill. Jeff B. says, well, dang. <laughs> it's just a very simple, well, dangs. <laughs> so you know what, Jeff? You get, you get uh, now that I know how to do loves of the show from our friend Zach Bingham, I'm going to give you the love of the show for that with a simple well dang, well done by Jeff Beese there on Facebook. Brett Erat says, good pickup for the 49ers. Now we got Mosley, Hurd, and Jawan, baby. Talking about Jawan Jennings earlier. Uh, Sean Gill says, I remember when that originally came out. Eddie says, With a universe this big, it seems ridiculous not to believe that there isn't life out there. However, I won't care until they land on the power tee in Neyland. Eh, Go Vols. Uh, Hopped in here when I saw the UFO clip ready for the next Joe Rogan pod, says D underscore Mills 14 on Periscope. Yeah, frankly, I mean, you know, you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to believe in aliens as we, uh, as we have these previously constructed ideas of aliens in our minds. But I think, again, it would be absolutely ridiculous to think that we are the only intelligent life out there, given just how vast the universe is. If we are the only intelligent life out there, then you would think that we're smart, then we would be smarter than we actually were. Because it turns out we aren't that smart as a society, but that's a conversation for another time and another day. Meanwhile, do you believe in aliens? Because I think there's something out there. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know whatever it is, whatever CNN's reporting in terms of unidentified flying objects. But I ain't, uh, I ain't, uh, I'm not about it. Uh, Eddie says they caused the Rona. Shane says they don't want this Rona. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they come here, they're at risk. We don't know if, you, if, if human to, to alien or unidentified flying object, if that kind of transmission exists. Picking up Kim Jong-un, says Shane. <laughs> yes, uh, the leader of North Korea passing away from complications with surgery earlier. They came for his body to, you know, dissect just, you know, why, why some, how someone so poisonous could exist and someone so purely evil uh, when, you know, most people are like that. It's, uh, it's hard to be that big of a jackass. Turns out Kim Jong-un was. But, you know, we're not going to celebrate anybody's death. Well, we're just going to determine the aliens... They don't want this Rona. Just don't eat the bats, says Eddie. Yeah, don't eat the bats. Don't drink the water. Don't get the Rona. Move on from our planet. That's all. That's, you know, that's the spiel. That's for, that's for the aliens. Don't, you, don't want, you don't want any of this. We don't want any of this, but you sure as hell don't want any of this. 
And uh, there's not any more of this on A to Z Sports Prime Time, powered by Tennessee Tickets. That's the show. <laughs> I didn't know how to transition any better than that. I thought I did a pretty good job. Regardless, I thank you guys, as always, for showing up and showing out and participating with your comments. Few programming notes on the way out the door. First and foremost, don't forget to support support our fantastic sponsors, local businesses here in Middle Tennessee that need your support, that make this program free for you. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. Tame the beast, wash your hands. Be a beast, groom boldly at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50 and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. 615 Sessions Podcast, we got two great ones coming up. Today, Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, one of the best draft analysts, one of the most honest draft analysts, tells you why, why Cole McDonald has big balls and why he was effing pissed that the Titans got Christian Fulton as an Eagles fan. Michael Kist, Austin Stanley, and Zach Bingham, because it's my dating anniversary, gave me dating advice. So that's all today on the 615 Sessions podcast. Then, on Thursday, Sam Pittman, the head coach of Arkansas, and Isaiah Wilson, the first-round pick of the Tennessee Titans, the tackle out of Georgia. Coach Pittman, who was Isaiah's offensive line coach at Georgia, now the head coach of Arkansas, and Isaiah himself, will join me on the podcast and we'll have a great discussion. Super football, super SEC, super NFL, super Tennessee Titans, super pod, because that's what we do on the Super 615 sessions. How about that? You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Austin and Zach will take care of you in the morning at 8 a.m. Central Time on the A to Z Sports streaming network. For me, though, fam, I'm done until 8 p.m. tomorrow night. So, as always, peace and love.